Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. I am one half of your hosting duo. With me, as always, is my wife, Robin. Hey, Robin. Hey. And today we are going to be continuing our recap of Empire Event Three, Empire LARP Event Three. Because you might get confused. What is what is Empire? Our laugh, this is our laughing experience. <laughs> carry on it's gonna be fine <laughs> keep going, keep is, going. <laughs> it's all gonna be fine i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lose it i'm not gonna lose it we still got another effort another two episodes to go uh we are going to be continuing our recap of the summer solstice of empire larp uh, 2023 if you are watching us on youtube make sure you give us a thumbs up if you are enjoying all our content uh if you're new here consider subscribing so you know when a new episode is posted uh, likewise if you are listening on an audio platform uh give us a five-star review and follow us so you can keep up with us uh without that all out of the way uh words today i'm already i'm already starting this is this is this is going to be this is going to be a, this is going to be a start of the uh of of the roughness this is going to be heavy so uh, as we said in the previous episode it wasn't too bad in the previous episode uh things might get a little bit a little bit emotional a little bit heavy um they might do so just just as a just as a warning just as a warning <laughs> just, just as a warning they know we're dawnish okay they're expecting it it's fine <laughs> oh i love dawn so much i really do oh. it's helped me so like get you know in touch with the motions so much better <laughs> yeah so anyway uh last we left off we had come back from monstering on the saturday mm-hmm. Um, after a little about out of character injury that which in the end wasn't too bad it was more kind of shock wasn't it you were you were kind of fine after um uh, the end yeah i was fine it kind of like was sore for a while and i just kind of rested a lot of it and then it kind of was fine then you then you were okay uh so yeah what what happened straight after that after our r&r so we came back once like we were all sort of ready and kit everything else and um, we ended up I actually didn't see you when I first came back because you were over in House Rosal. Yeah so uh, do you want to go first because there was a couple of things but basically all this happened simultaneously. It but... all happens at the same time so basically yeah I, I ended up over at House Rosal as well speaking mm. to a couple of people and mm. um, I was in the front half so I didn't actually see you so I was hanging out with a few people just just having fun really chatting um, and then I ended up standing to watch Brock's Toll along with a few members of um, House Rozelle and that's what I did. So Brock's Toll, for those of you who do not know, um, is a lovely competition that Dawn and the Marches <laughs> like to do. Uh, <laughs> a lovely competition. Yeah, it's a lovely competition <laughs> and the Marchers don't ever cheat. <laughs> Never. I'm joking. <laughs> But not really. So um, Godric fought in it one year. RNL fought in it one year. And uh, this time they did it. I didn't catch the entire thing, but I do like what they did this time. Um, from what I caught, and people can correct me in the comments if they were involved in it a bit more, but it's all... Um, so only you folk can compete in this competition. Um, so no nobles allowed and I don't think any knight errants either because I think it's just you folk now whereas we were both knight errants when we competed in it so they did a selection of competitions there was sort of like three different competitions they did um, I only actually caught I can only remember one of them actually 
that they definitely did. They did like a foot race was one of them where they literally did like that sort of like tag team foot race where the teams were like running from from one side of the square to the other, like the long side of the square. Um, and yeah, Don won that one because it's charging really fast. <laughs> so we did that. There was two other competitions. I'm not too sure what it was he did, but Don were the overall champions of this one. Let's win eventually, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I've, it's got to, just just by just by the laws of mathematics, we had to win. We had to win one. I'm throwing shade. I don't, I, I don't know. This, this thing. I, like, I loved it. I loved competing in it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like I, I've I've experienced that part of the game. Uh, but anyway, as as that as that was all uh, going on, so I had bumped into. Uh, I can't remember why I bumped into them. I bumped into. Um, Starash Ozel, uh, who is a, <laughs> a wisdom priest, uh, I think. I, I think I ended up talking to like Zoran or whatever. Anyway, I ended up going. We, <laughs> he was like, he was like, got so. In the last episode, we talked about what happened on the skirmish. Uh, I had basically, uh, someone was da- someone was down. We, we basically got hit by the side there was like five of us that got hit by the side by these druge um and i was like aronel we need to go like we're th- this is this is uh, not a fight we can win because the gate is just about shut and there's a load of them like we need to the best thing to do here is to retreat run basically and i was like we need to go so i was like aronel let's go um and like i said as as we ran strash had like stayed there you know and then we ended up going back um strash was fine so uh he's like why don't we have a little chat about what happened? <laughs> what 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 happened uh, in that skirmish? Uh, and we we had a talk in the tent. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to because this this was a um like we we tell these stories on 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 podcast. Uh, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and recount everything that was said because that was between a lot of it was between me and the player as well. Um, and and the 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 player is a very uh, a, a outstanding role player and um, an experienced role player as well, uh, and knows the game very well as well. So um, that's one of the special things about LARP as well is like it's a point of view experience, and those experiences are like I'm, I'm going to tell the things that are relevant to the story because it was very relevant to the story. But a lot of what was said was be, between me and me and that player. But the, the the main the main lesson uh, was that uh, Godric, uh, in that moment, um, was uh, overtaken with love. His his in that moment where things were going to shit, uh, he let love overwhelm him in. Uh, an un, let's say an unvirtuous way as uh i uh forgot my loyalty to everyone else on that field and all i cared about when i say i at this moment i'm talking about godric i uh i just wanted to get aronel out you know at the detriment to one the mission that we were trying to do but more importantly to the detriment of aronel and myself what <laughs> what starash had had said was was what what would have happened if 
if if I had dragged Aaron out because that's what I was doing. That's literally what my goal, what, like my purpose in that moment. Um, if I look back at it honestly, you know, and this is this is in character, a little bit of out of character as well. Uh, but I was trying to get Aaron out there, out of there, at any cost. Uh, and you wanted to stay. What what he he said? What would have happened, Godric, if you had dragged Aaron L out of there and people had died? And I was like, well, I don't. How how would how would she have felt? How would she reacted? And I was like, I know exactly how she she would have reacted. Uh, she wouldn't actually. She would blame herself. She would she would she would be like i should i should have i should have been there to to help those help those people i was responsible for those people in there and i know what she wouldn't have done is blame godric and that was the person i would have been the person wholly at fault and he was like what if if arnell had had died there it would have been a glorious death and a virtuous death. And Aranel and and Starash and Zoran and everyone else who ran back there, they showed their courage, they showed their virtue. And what I did was an unvirtuous act, especially if I had robbed Aranel of a virtuous and glorious death. Because if it was it I I literally robbing her of that out of love and if i had it, uh, the the other lesson that he had he, he was trying to teach godric as well is that what are you actually fearing you're fearing death not you're fearing death for you and arnell but why you, why are you fearing that if you uh, if you fit the, the thing between fearing death and entering the labyrinth is 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 death and if you don't fear death uh, and a little bit of our character advice he was like look i had i have all these abilities he's like you you uh, you, you didn't have the information i was going to be fine you know we, like we could have taken them but you you didn't uh you know you didn't have pride in your in your in your fellow dawners you know pride in 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 Aranel's abilities you know um and yeah what one of the biggest things is like you what you did was out of love but what what you need to understand is that love love transcends the labyrinth it's it's uh the, the love that we have for each other it's it, the worst thing that can happen is that we both end up in the labyrinth and we would have died gloriously and virtu virtuously. Uh, but the worst thing I did was try to rob Aranel, the person I actually loved, of her glory, which is anathema to being Dornish. Uh, which very much put into like in a thunder... So House Maltair have been trying to tell me this for... Uh, many events in softer ways. Uh, this was a bit more of a short, sharp. Death is going to come at some point, you know, and your fear of death, even though you run off and 
and that was the it was this was encouraging as well he was like you 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 know godric you like you are you know you're a monster out there you can you can fight you know but you, you, just because you're not afraid you're afraid to you know you, you you show your courage in the face of the enemy but your your fear comes out because of love but it's still fear you know and you should you should embrace you should embrace that if that was your time to go that was your time to go if that was Aaron L's time to go that was Aaron L's time to go and you you have no right to take it from her so yeah, I was a, so I was a bit of a wreck when I came out of the tent. <laughs> God, yeah. I was a bit of a wreck, but uh, as it, when I, again, as I said, when I say I, I'm, I'm talking about Godric. Um, uh, but that was a that was a massive turning point, and especially considering what happened during the event after that as well. Uh, but also, yeah, I got a, a, it wasn't just a oh yeah you did wrong. It was very much a pep talk, and it was a it was an eye opening. It was a, there was a lot more said as well. But again, a lot of it is between uh, is uh, like I, I want to keep that for my role play. Um, that was that that was my experience. Uh, but the the stuff that was is very relevant to the story as we're telling it was told there. But anyway, I came out, and then Brock's toll had like finished. <laughs> so I was like, oh cool. Frog's toll. What happened? And then apparently we won. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, because then like you came back to the tent and I was at um, the mortar tent and you came back there and you were in like, like it was so obvious you'd just been like through something and I was like, what has <laughs> happened? And then like, I'm still, um, I, I, I got so used to the Night Protector stuff at this point. Like it's only been a couple of events and it was like, I'm so used to like, I had like three people waiting to speak to me about something to do with winter. And you had like um, appeared and I was just like, oh yeah, I need to speak to you right now. Cause I think something's happened here. Um, I actually saw Starash later um, in the event and he walked past me and he just like had my shoulder and all, all he said was, I fixed them for you. <laughs> and then just kept walking. <laughs> yeah, he really did. He really, he Cheers. really did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause um. I think around about this point, it would have been, yeah, we, we we had a chat and everything. And then I think right about this point, did you not go to start getting ready for a Night Protector tournament? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so now it's Night Protector Summer tournament coming up. And I'm yeah. like, oh, hey, you know, I'll find it. Again, I don't want to be Night Protector of anything, uh, especially not spring, summer or autumn. Uh, but I fight in it anyway um, because noble privilege i get to fight in it so why not uh so i get ready do you want me to tell the story of the 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 kp of summer or was there because i've talked for a while now is there anything that you did between times um i'm not entirely sure in the order of things so this is probably totally out of order but i did have a really fun time with the crimson reapers at one point. oh yeah good yeah tell, tell us about um, that. i don't remember exactly when it happened the weekend but it was basically i almost felt like there was a bit of a like power move like in the, the camp because i was outside with the crimson and, um... reapers power moves no. <laughs> there's a few of the crimson reapers were there and um i was like no come in come in i sat down this was unintentional i sat at this sort of like seat and they all sat down on the bench and i was just sitting there with like my my, my wine glass of beer <laughs> as they were all like sitting chatting and we were i'm not gonna tell people what we're talking about we were we were making we were, we were talking about stuff <laughs> we're talking about some fun stuff um 
We had a few very fun and interesting conversations. Actually, we were there for so long together and I could have stayed there all day because such a lovely group of people, by the way. Um, I got to meet um, people that I hadn't met before and I sat down with the Crimson Reapers, with different Crimson Reapers over the weekend at different points. We, 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 we had stuff we were talking about and it was, it was really fun. Um, I hope that I still have game with them going forward but that was very fun especially when it was at one of the points I was sitting there and then like the Enchantress has come back to the house everyone's coming back and it's just RNL sitting there with all these Crimson Reapers there and she's like clearly making a plan with them and it was that sort of like eye contact through the the, the archway where they kind of looked and then what they all went into the house tent I was like oh. <laughs> You don't want to know what Aaron else planning, do you? Something <laughs> <laughs> bad. No. <laughs> no um, yeah, so we did a lot of that um, uh, over the weekend. That was kind of like out of order over the weekend and lots of really fun game with them. Um, because then, of course, we ended up... So the the, the Night Protector tourney, um, I'm not allowed to buy in it because I'm already a Night Protector. Um. I wanted to Black Knight and fight in it, um, but I actually didn't do any tourneys this this event. Um, I, I I planned to do tourneys. Um, I'd hurt my knee before the weekend, so I decided the only actual fighting I was going to do was a skirmish that I had to do and the two battles. And the rest of the time, I just rested my leg because I was yeah. like, I don't want to actually pull it an attorney. So I went to watch and um, so the night protector attorney, first of all, there have been a couple of changes within the rules. Um, and when the egregores came up to me and asked if I can um, like cover one of the gates, basically, because new rules, once everybody's in there and fighting, no one comes in and goes out, basically. So to put that um, into, into, into other terms, basically previously, healers would be able to run and heal people um, and help them. Now, there was a bit of a muddying in the rules of if you got healed in there, you could still carry on fighting. I always understood the rule as if you were healed in there by someone who was already in there, you could carry on fighting. Well, um, <sighs> like if you're you're there fighting and someone's next to you and they put their hand on you and they say get it together or something. Yeah, you, know? you can, but but there's a lot more. Like people are being a little bit more ruthless. So basically, like the, the times I've been taken out now the past couple of times, instead of just going down, and then people leaving you, people just say, "Do you yield?" As in, like, do you give up? And then obviously you then have to like answer. Then you, if you say no, they're probably just going to get you onto your bleed count and just be like, but now you're dying basically instead of, yeah. or, or if you say, yes, I yield, therefore get out of the square. Whereas before everyone just went, ha ha, hit you two or down and then move on to the next person. Then people were getting yeah. kind of healed. Now it's like, we're sticking together. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So yeah, like the, um, I was outside with a few of the healers and stuff and I had to stop people like going in and coming out. And it was basically a case of, we could get people out. If they literally say, I yield, they can, drag themselves over until they were out if they were on the bleed count and um, egregore was keeping a really close eye on this if people were on their bleed count they was um letting people come in and take them back out because obviously they were out but i was trying to stop that and i understand it okay like like our character these tourneys is a lot of people running and fighting the people that play healers for them to go in there they're going to be on the ground on their knees 
out of character it could potentially be dangerous somebody could potentially fall over them and things like that it's it doesn't seem it's not the best thing and last time i did notice he did a lot of like they paused the fighting to let people get removed and then carried on whereas this time it's like no just drag them out so i had to stand there and do that thing where like i had somebody like people like shout and be like no does somebody heal me and everything and like having a go at the healer so i was like no (laughs) i I will put you on your bleed count if you threaten the healers (laughs) and that was quite quite fun actually i like doing that um yeah but you were fighting in it so i had a great time i like i I fought really well this time and whose side were you fighting on bit of both right so i i did my usual i walked in um and I felt bad because like I had like these touching moments with House Ozell. Uh, one, I kind of wanted to like test my metal against them anyway, but because I fought on the other side last time. But also they were standing with um, that they were standing with the person who had the Night Protector banner uh, previously, and that person had given Aranel some provocative flowers uh, the previous <laughs> season. So I was like, no, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand against you. So I actually joined the side that had more people. Um, and yeah, I was I was <laughs> I was fighting fighting pretty well. I had I had I had a mage right next to me who I was fighting next to, and I was like, "Do you have a shatter?" And they're like, "Yeah." I was like, "Where do you want me to use it?" And I was like, "Wait for it, wait for it." And then as soon as like, funnily enough, uh, as repayment for Strashels, I was like, "Get that, get that rod." <laughs> so shatter. Well, I told I told the person with the shatter to get it out the way. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, it was like so. It was good back and forward, and then and then it all started to turn, and then like we we quickly started taking out the other side. And I was like, oh dear. Uh, uh, so I was like, well, this is no fun. And then uh, I think like Mercy shouted from the other side, saying, oh yeah, if you if you uh, if 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 you win this, you know, uh, for 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 the person in question, um, then then you know I'll basically I'll owe you one. You're showing your loyalty, and I was just like, "Yeah." He was basically <laughs> shouting, "Like, if you if you ever had any loyalty, to <laughs> yeah, you, loyalty you will I was do like, this." And okay, I was like, <laughs> "Okay,", <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and, I, and then I switched. Then I switched sides, um, and and uh, it, which was really fun because everyone was just everyone was having a good time, and there was a few people that I was like desperate to fight. People that I've known now for like a year and a half on the battlefield that just like yeah let's go for it you know and it was it was really fun i like i i fought against uh there was a particular general who uh i i, I went right okay let's go let's go one-on-one and i was like let's see if they have any shatters left and they didn't use the shatter straight away and i'm like ha, you're out of shatters because <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, i know a lot of people's abilities now as well so um but no, it was it was fun I, I got i got taken out by a, a cleave uh, a couple of cleaves and then i was like oh yeah cool i'm done i don't want to be night protector with summer anyway whatever um thing is i'm saying i don't want to be night protector to summer if i ever accidentally won it i would obviously do the responsibilities or whatever to 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 do it but um no I, i'd uh i'd used well, i think as well i didn't think about this because i was supposed to be doing like my test of ardor as well that that night part of it and i used all of my hero points yeah, and, a, and, a po- and a potion but i had a blast in there though so it was it was worth it. Um, to, to the point, to the point, because when you start doing really well, people start cheering as well for you, and you're like, "I'm like, yeah, this is this is what I'm living for." You know, it was absolutely awesome. Um, but yeah, I think I, that's the thing. It's a massive war of attrition in there. So the the more you can whittle people down, and then because I hadn't really been hit early, because I was on the bigger side, and then I switched sides, and I still had a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of resources. Um, 
to uh, I still had a lot of resources to uh, to spend. So, uh, but anyway, that was that that was fun. There's a new new knight protector of summer um, crown, so or knighted, or I don't know, whatever the word is. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we um a lot of fun there. Um, there would have been a few things that happened after that. Um probably just a lot of conversations and things like that hanging out with people um until we got to the point where we were gonna like um you know have a walk over to the the marches um because they had their their summer festival and we're like oh let's go have some fun now on the way there we passed the previous night protector of summer and so same night protector that we had the you know um his words the the danger danger flirting and as um he obviously like obviously was not the night protector summer anymore and like rnl was upset by this because rnl and this night protector summer they they had plans basically they had plans for winter and summer they it, it, it was actually quite shocking and she stopped him and she was next to Godric and she stopped him by like putting her hand on his chest and just, you know, and they spoke and he said, no, we'll, we'll speak properly tonight at the ball. We'll speak properly. And she's like, yeah, that's when we will speak. And then she said goodbye to him and we headed to the marches. So yeah, we, we head off the marches and. Yeah. They had their festival of summer. They had like a load of games and things like that. Godric um, hit nails into wood. I hit nails into wood. I embarrassed myself as a tradesman because I couldn't, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't get rid of the knack of it, so I lost like ten rings on on this hammering game. So whatever. No, we donated oh, yeah, ten we do, rings yeah, we donated, to the marches. We donated. It was for a good cause. I don't know what it was it for. Was... It was probably for some farm or something. I don't know. It was for some crap. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're all about. <laughs> well, had a lot of fun. Um, Got some of our favorite mead from the Black Rat. Oh yeah. It's so much good drinking. Everything because I actually didn't have the mead this time because it puts me on my back. I actually had their blonde ale. That's it's, good. It's probably a higher percentage than the mead. Mead's pretty good stuff. Mild. But yeah, but I drink mead too fast. Whereas yeah, the therapy. ale, I kind of like savor it a bit more. It was it was good. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we were there, saw a few friends, watched a few competitions. <laughs> um all the donish that we met there as well everybody i was just watching everybody having their competitions it was a lot of fun was that um, was that th was that thunder what the hell was that i didn't hear anything it was a massive crash um i mean there's some really dark clouds in the sky <sighs> ominous ominous sorry how ominous sorry continue um, yeah, so we got to see lots of um, lots of Donish just having fun. Um, the March tried to convince us to bob for apples. We were like, "Don't be silly, we're Donish." And we turn around, we see all these Donish are soaked. <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it was good fun. Um, yeah, so we did that. We had our fun, and then we we headed headed back to to Dawn for a couple of things. Yeah. So. Can't remember what time of the day this was, but late, we ended yeah. up. Whenever. You and I end up like splitting up, going different ways. So. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went. I mean, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Um, so basically, yeah. I mean, yeah. So basically, um, I went to uh, the back end of military council, and following that, the lance captains, because obviously military council were talking about what we're doing on the Sunday. I'm going to fire through this relatively quick. 
Um, we were uh, off to um, Scalim. Scalim, right? Yeah, Scalim. Uh, oh, that's going to be remembered anyway. Uh, we're off to we're off to Scalim, uh, which is Jotun territory. So we're now like pushing into Jotun territory. We're being like the aggressors here. We're like pushing into Jotun territory. Where, like I said, last episode we're fighting with the with Wintermark, which is something we haven't done in a long time. Is Dawn? So Wintermark, Dawn, and the Marches. Uh, just just the three nations uh, going through. Uh, we were going to be. We we had to. It. We, we were stopping this um mechanism i'm not to be honest like the like the, the the broader campaign was a little bit lost on me uh this time all i knew i just knew what i had to do as a soldier basically that that's all i was worried about so there was these uh mechanisms that had to these puzzles that had to be solved there was like a riddle and then but that was all solved by the military council anyway um our field marshal was a winter marker uh the objectives was was to go and find these three mechanisms the three mechanisms i'm pretty sure it was three okay pretty sure it's three um i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it was it was three uh dials that had to be um that had to be turned or what have you uh but it had to be like something had to be triggered anyway we knew there was going to be this like brass colossus thing it was like basically a big robot right and uh it's uh <laughs> can you hear well, that no <laughs> there is uh, there is a very loud crack of lightning right outside the right outside the conservatory oh yeah outside is like it's like heavy rain out there it's fine it, it'll give it'll give atmosphere it'll give atmosphere to the rest of the podcast it's fine uh as long as as long as the as long as the power doesn't all go out anyway we'll we'll, we'll carry on and hopefully hopefully it sounds all right um because otherwise we'll run out of time uh so there was going to be this um construct this like brass colossus thing uh some of the things about this battle were pretty alarming this uh colossus wasn't actually an objective but it was going to be a threat on the battlefield the things that it could do uh was things like we we heard it could do like a mass shatter uh basically don't go anywhere near don't go within touching distance of it because it will like it, it can do nasty things to you like uh shatters and strike downs and cleaves and all sorts of uh nasty stuff there was going to be a herald that was controlling it um, there was also going to be lots of autumn heralds basically Jotun have been using like autumn magic so it was basically like empire versus uh autumn magic in this in this one now the plan the plan uh was to uh basically wintermark go first fight in the field uh then dawn goes next uh we would move up the field towards the woods uh then the marches would come in behind us and they were going to go and find the cops on the left um that did change but i'll get the, to that when we start talking about the uh when we start talking about the, the, the battle on the Sunday. Uh, but all I need to know is I'm like, okay, we need to prepare for things like shatter uh, because and entangles and things like that because we're, we're dealing with like autumn heralds and things like that. And we're dealing with Jotun as well. So my basic job was to be like, right, okay, well, we'll get our, we'll get our small unit. Um, and, uh, you know, but we talked at Lance Captain's meeting. I knew that all I had to do was basically I was just going to, latch on to two other two other lances because we've already got two big groups in dawn 
um and then like a, a third one that's that's slightly smaller but we needed to make like a fourth one really i was like okay well we'll we'll attach or we'll, th this big group like us three small groups will just attach onto that um and we just prepared with like artisans oil things like that so uh, but the scary thing about this one was that uh, the plan was for dawn to go into the woods uh on their own without any backup and we were going to be fighting in the woods to make sure all these dials were turned when we found the dials send send word back make sure that was all done uh so yeah uh that was that was going to be the scary part about about this and that was kind of that was kind of military military stuff done for me this time yeah yeah well um <laughs> while you were doing meanwhile, that <laughs> meanwhile Oh, oh, actually, we had uh, one really cute thing that I really want to point out. Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Really cute thing. In military council, um, one of the children from the academy, I think they were from the academy, one of the children came in to the military council and uh, got to speak, got right to speak. And they were like, <laughs> they were like, oh, we, we're going to have um, some uh, boggarts helping us. Uh, we paid, <laughs> paid uh, seven rings <laughs> worth of help from boggarts. So we don't know how many are going to turn up. <laughs> and the field marshal was like well every 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 one more body we have helps so and it was adorable it was just like i was just like oh man i hope we all laugh at this and then there's gonna be like a million boggarts show up for seven rings <laughs> yeah, everyone's like oh how cute we get there an army of boggarts show up we're just like seven rings worth okay uh, but that was sorry i had to i had to uh, bring the that academy up, that, should be running everything by the yeah. way I, I just thought that was adorable it was it was, it was, so it, was all, it was it was awesome i heard so much bogger stuff this weekend yeah. like they, they'd come into dawn they cursed one of the camps um they were yeah it was just it was so much fun with the bogarts um yeah so while all this was happening um there has been a skirmish happening and I had spoken to the previous Night Protector Summer, and when I spoke to him, he was about to head off on a skirmish. And then the sort of word was flying around that um, three people had died on the skirmish. And then when running, I, I, I then somebody came in to our little more terror camp and said, it's the previous Night Protector of Summer. And I just like bolted to the glory square. I was like, no, no. I've never gone through this for someone else before. I've never like experienced, like obviously a lot of character death, but I've not experienced a character death that like RNL was so close to. And I was like, what? Like RNL was like there and it was emotional and I couldn't believe it. And it was just horrific. Um, more that more happened here as well. Um, I won't name names because I don't don't have everyone's permission here. But this player is um, true love, died at the same time of a broken heart. And they were there together. They were then taken back to the, the tent. Um, our house removed the curse on this tent that had been set by the Bogarts earlier to make sure that people could mourn. And I got to go in and... Um, one of my lovely friends, she like took my hand and she was like, no, you come in, you need to come and say goodbye as well. And as I sat there um, saying goodbye, she leant in and she said, she told me about the flowers he had given me to say that it was because he respected you. And 
I was just like, oh, this is horrible. Like I was actually like starting to feel tears. I was like, oh my gosh, this is just like, this is so heavy. This is so much. I didn't expect this. Um, I was gutted, so gutted this, that this character died. Like couldn't put into words. I had so many plans. Like even though they were no longer the Never Dead Through Summer, pfft, that's so many plans. I was like, no, we're still going to do this thing, right? Like, why would that stop us doing this? We can still unite this. This is like a big, like, summer person and dawn. You know, it's still going to happen. So what? You know, we'll, 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 we'll do what our plan was. So to have them go, it was just like, oh. Uh, and there's all this, like, dread and this, like, regret kind of, like, swept over as well. Like, you know, I should have black knighted and gone and fought for them. Or maybe you should have gone the skirmish with them. You know, with the, maybe, the, like, oh, so many emotions at once. And it was so much, like, anger and denial was, like, going on when this happened. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Yeah, I mean, so, I, thanks I, for dying. Yeah, thanks for dying. I, I mean, I felt like shit because obviously I fought against him in the No Protector tournament, and I was like, whoops, I kind of meta did it anyway because I was like, oh yeah, well it makes sense because Godric would be jealous or whatever. But um, then I was like, oh damn, why? <laughs> no, it was it was horrific. Um, yeah, oh. yeah, well done. Takes a lot to make me cry, and you achieved that goal. Well done. Well, that's I'm going to stop telling people it takes a lot. To- because everyone's now attempting to make me cry mm. turns out yes there are tears there it does happen could you all stop now see I, i've known players to to have you know have characters die that my character wasn't like didn't have loads of interactions with but i think that was probably the first time for you where you were like oh this like this character that i had loads of interactions with isn't going to be around anymore it's like because a lot oftentimes it's sad and you're just like oh that you know that person I, I know I know who they are and then like out of character you probably know them better than in character um but this event was the first time that like people that we like had interacted with in character a lot yeah this was the first died. time that somebody that like I feel like I knew him better in character than out of character and it was so weird because like we had a little like fun and it was almost like this weird sort of rivalry thing that we started, which didn't make any sense, but it was just fun. You know, anything's fun to role play, you know? So yeah, but they, they died. So, yeah. Um, Rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of sadness after that. There was a lot of conversations in the house, spent a lot of time at this house. Um, Actually, there was stories getting told. It's really beautiful. Um, and then I guess we kind of like hung out with a few people and then we got ready for the ball. So yeah, so we we, um, we, we went off to a a ball that was happening in Dawn. Uh, this was organized by like a, a newish player as well. Um, yeah, so they'd like organized this full ball. We all got into our beautiful ball gowns. There was a competition and place for best dress with several categories covering like all members, so Dawnish, non-Dawnish and so on. Um, there was dancing and I did none of it. No, yeah, we, we completely missed this because we, we were both. Uh, well, I know what I was well, doing. I was yeah. I was like I was just gossiping. Like I was because I didn't know where you were. I was like, well, I want to dance. I was with working. You. I want to dance with you, but like I was like, and then I think there was there was lots of gossip going around or just just cool like role play stuff. Just um, yeah, to, talking around and what watching the watching the festivities. I I did get in the glory square once and then it turned into a bit of a mosh pit and I was like. 
no, that's not not quite for me. <laughs> not quite for me. People were trying to dance properly, and then it turned into a a, a bit of a knees up, which was quite cool. But um, <laughs> I was I was like, no, no, I prefer to just kind of role play around the around the periphery, actually. Mm. So I ended up um, a few people stopped me, and they were like, "Yes, we heard that you need mana for this mass weakness." I was like, "Yeah, but you're like." 18 hours too late I'm afraid um and they're like no no for tomorrow in the battle and I was like what you're gonna have to fill me in here so Mortard said oh yeah they'll do a mass weakness if everybody else provides mana and I was like okay yeah it does sound like something they'd say <laughs> I was like okay right give them and they were like who do we give the mana to I was like me I guess, I guess I'll, me. I'll take mana I guess me and I took the mana and then I end up getting roped into all these conversations of this is the plan. We'll do it like this, this, this. And then at this point, we'll do that. We need runners from here. And I was like, okay, let me get my notebook. I spent the whole time with my notebook going over battle plans, figuring out the best option, running to find House Mortera to be like, hey, are we doing this tomorrow? And they were like, oh, we think we're doing it tomorrow. I was like, no, we need to know if we're doing it tomorrow. Um, also, I have mana. Who do I give this to? So we ended up like collect mana, had lots of different people coming over to have conversations conversations all about the stuff the next day um we did this right up until we we're about to head to the the barons basically right up until sasha came up and handed us both um torches to take to the barons so do you want to explain then so yeah we um were in the ball but basically there was something happening at 11 o'clock yeah on saturday and this was really special yeah so go for yeah. it uh yeah so i i wasn't in in when the ball was going on, I was in armor, right? Because if people recall my test of ardor, when the sun goes down, I'm supposed to be uh, defending black roses with one-on-one jewels. So I actually was like in full armor and uh, and I was armed as well when the ball was going on. A lot of people were like, it was good because a lot of people were like, why are, you, why are you all girded up? And I'm just like, I could tell them this. Now, uh, we had a special conjunction um, come out uh, and this this is really this is really really cool. Uh, so at is it 10? 11. ten? Eleven. Eleven. So eleven p.m. Uh, the Sentinel Gate, a conjunction was going to be uh, available. So the Sentinel Gate was going to open at eleven o'clock to take um, the entire nation of Dawn. So every player in Dawn uh, was able to go through the gate to the Barons, um, and it was to go to a place called the Shrine of Hope. Um, which was like a stopping point for uh, knights, knights errants in the barons. And we were going out there and there was going to be, it was really cool. So out of character, um, we got this in like a winds of fortune, right? Um, and uh, quite close to the event as well. So it, it was re- it was really, it was re- really, really special thing. It's not like if you're not an empire go, this is like something that hardly ever happens. Um, it has happened before, I hear, not while we've been playing, but basically it's a not like a non- I'm going to put this in vertical. Non-combat, right? It's not... It's threat. It's, it's a low, no threat, like, situation. And, like, everybody, everybody in Dawn, if you're Dawnish, you can come through, uh, come through the gate. And it was basically to um, go and visit the shrine and there was going to be a load of um, spirits there as well. So spirits of Dawnish that had fallen fighting in the Barrens. And part of the conjunction was that these spirits needed to be, like, appeased um, in some way. Uh, and out an out of character note, they were like, if if you are a player whose character died in the Barrens, 
you can you can come as a ghost you know you can yeah. be there as a ghost uh which was uh which is really really cool so um our friend uh tancred um and i'm sure a lot of other people because again there was a lot of stuff there was lots of stuff going on this event and it was very much us focused this time um but to like tancred came up with a with a a a, a a, a dose of truly owl you know which is a very difficult thing to get hold of very difficult this is the type of thing that you use for like past like visions and things like that mm. um there's a there's a position in the so non-empire people there's a position in the empire called a gatekeeper so uh they're the ones that get to decide it's not just like oh yeah i want to just go and please gonna have some uh truly owl. how do i get hold of it like there's literally <clears throat> an imperial position to like decide who gets this stuff type of thing um and he had this vial of true uh truly owl and it was to consecrate i think consecrate or the the, the shrine um I think, yeah. yeah i think they were consecrating it to i'll i'll, I'll get to what they were doing um a, a, a bit later um but yeah we, we we got to obviously it was like right after the ball so we went that's why i was all girded up um and it was dark as well so we all like the entirety of dawn had like gotten together and we had lit torches and we're all like had the our kind of fire lit torches and we all like walked all the way up to the sentinel gate and it was pretty it was pretty damn special wasn't it it was pretty damn special it really was yeah. like seeing the other nations as we walked past as well that support from them where they knew where we were going and it was just that sort of love that you were feeling from everyone where they were just like all like you know congratulating us on reclaiming this land finally as we all walked to the barns yeah we walked to the barns yeah so because obviously you walk up past the brass mainly it's the brass coast you walk up mainly brass that, coast, yeah. yeah and that they you know they were they were saying their congratulations and and yeah and then we went we went through the gate um we we, we literally some people were literally taking a couple of the fallen from that day to be laid to rest at the barons as well yeah um, that was really beautiful and we went through and it was it was it was something else wasn't it it was so peaceful like it was like it was just that way that we walked out and there was lights in little uh little areas and obviously it's dark and it's on that the where where pd had said it is that open field that you go out onto um uh, so it was like that big, nice open area. The weather was perfect, wasn't it? It was like it was oh, not yeah. wasn't like it wasn't too cold. It was it was just perfect. Um, and you we were out. all in our like ball gowns and everything. Like literally, just took the ball there. Yeah, and it was it was just it was so peaceful. And as we walked out, and then there's all there's they they put like these little lanterns in different spots, and these different lanterns there were like NPC spirits and non NPC spirits. Uh, that were there uh do, do you want me to i'm probably gonna do a lot of talking here do you want do you want me to do you want to tell the story of the the test of ardor or um yeah sure well there mm. was a spirit there in the vines who um basically wished to see combat once more um a donor spirit of course who wanted to hear the the clash of metal on metal and invited those who had a rivalry to solve or a test to pass to come and to fight for the spirit and to to appease them and this was the perfect opportunity for godric to be challenged for his first black rose as he stood out there and was challenged by Kay. As Godric and Kay fought for this spirit and for that black rose. 
it was absolutely epic to watch um, because knowing after what you said earlier, uh, Godric was out of hero points. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. <laughs> you I was you fought points, that yeah. raw like no hero points. There was no calls, and it actually made it even more beautiful. The fact there was this was an actual fight we were watching as both of you were fighting, and this was getting close right up to the end. Like it was, it was impressive to watch people gathered and crowded around, and they cheered and they shouted the names and the the listen to the sound that was getting made because everything else was so peaceful just yeah. watching this fight as of course godric won this fight kept that first black rose and the spirit approached and was just in awe of this this moment this it reminded the spirit of when they were alive and when they were able to to taste that 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 fight and they were very happy with what was put on yeah i've got goosebumps kind of like remembering this because the thing is it all worked out because the reason why i was uh the reason why i was like girded is because obviously like uh girded up it was because uh because of the test of ardor but obviously it was like it was a it was a zero threat kind of like conjunction where everyone could go so there was no like baddies or anything like that so most people were like yeah in there just normal no one was brought weapons no one brought, hardly anyone brought weapons most anyone had it was dagger whereas i had come like fully armored you know with my shield with my with my sword and everything i didn't have my shield i with my sword and my all my armor on um and then i'd i'd said to like out of character i said to k i was like yeah are you gonna well actually no in character i said to k are you you know you, you're gonna you know challenge you know we'll, we'll we'll fight for the in front of the spirits we knew there were spirits to be appeased and it was really cool because the npc was like he wasn't getting that much attention because obviously there, were, there was no one there like ready for a fight. So he was just like, yeah, I, I want to see, I want to see people fighting for a cause. And then when we'd finished and then obviously, cause you, you lot were like cheering and being like, yeah. And he was just like, he did this awesome role play. The NPC I've just been like, yeah. Oh, that's it. Like as if he had like finally, like he just wanted to hear it one more time. He was just like, yeah, oh, yeah that, that's it. The cheers of the crowd. It was awesome. It was beautiful. Like oh, seriously, so the NPC player there, that was just such a moment. Yeah. The fact there was so much going on and yet that that sound, like you just said there, that, that sound of him, like that sort of gasp, was just like, yes, that's, that's what, what I miss, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, it was very beautiful. And then, that, yeah, after that, basically a lot of people were just wandering around talking to these spirits and yeah, uh, I... Um, yeah, I bumped into a spirit I recognized. Uh, I I bumped into I I just I saw I saw this spirit from across um, across the field. Uh, it was um, yeah, Godric's friend Uriel, um, Lord Uriel actually. Uh, and uh, we talked earlier about having uh, lost characters. Um, Uriel had died like at E four last year. And I didn't get like Godric never actually got to interact with uh, the like the character as he died and, and things like that, unfortunately. Um, but this was really cool because I, I, you know, I saw him and uh, to give this a bit of context, um, when Godric passed his test of metal, uh, we went to like the player event, History and Virtue, right? And uh, uh, Uriel was there as well. And Uriel was like 
uh, an ambition priest. I think an ambition priest, but he, he was like proxy gatekeeper of ambition, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, th- we had this like joke because like out of character and in character, I didn't actually know what I wanted to do with Godric once he passed his test of metal. I was a little bit like, I don't know what I want to do, you know? And he, <laughs> he, though, it was like a whole thing. The whole evening was just like, oh yeah, what are you up? Because I was constantly asking everyone, well, what are you up to? And they're like, well, what, are you, what are you doing, Godric? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, well, you know, what, you know, you, you, uh, and he, you know, he was trying to be encouraging. He was trying to encourage Godric's ambition. And it was just, it was very much, it was very like, you know, laughing, you know, and, and being like, oh, I, I, who knows, you know, maybe I'll be an exemplar or whatever. Uh, you know, I, I don't know, really know what I want to do. Like, no, I don't know. Cause I, our character, I didn't know what to do. Anyway, I, I saw Uriel. Uriel's a ghost. Um, and yeah, I, I, I went out. I went up to uh, this is this is this is one of these moments that, in retrospect, for the whole weekend, uh, was a very uh, very impactful moment. Uh, I, I I went up to Uriel and I, I said, you know, I I after my conversation with Starash as well, I was like I I was like, obviously good to see you, blah blah blah. We were reunited, and I was like, I f- I finally know what my ambition is, and he's like what is it? And I was like, my ambition is to embrace death and live life as gloriously and as virtuous as I can. And I was like, when I get to that labyrinth, I'm going to blast my way through it so quickly. And Euro was like, yeah, I'll race you to the other end. Um, yeah. And, um, I'd later found out as well that like the uh, the player of Euro was like, well, that one of the reasons why he probably wasn't in the labyrinth right there was because you know he wanted to help people with their ambition, and yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah that 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 took an emotional toll on me <laughs> in character out of character, but it was such and there was multiple uh, players that had done that with their characters, brought them back as spirits. Um, and there was a lots of moments like this, lots of moments where people were walking around in the barrens and yeah, see it, getting to see these characters again. And you could see the you could see that the reunions that people were having. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was really special. Yeah. And then we got lost. Like where, where were you in this? <laughs> so I was with Thorzel. Um, basically, um, some of you may remember my test metal involved, um, helping somebody through grief and I was helping, um, baby and Orzel as we were going through, um, grief and loss of the loss of, um, Lady Emmeline. So I went over there as I, I saw her from a distance and in character, Arnel and Emmeline did not really, have any time together they they spoke a couple of times and Arnel really admired her on the battlefield almost sort of like looked up to her on the field um but spent a lot of time with Damien helping him through this so when she headed over she watched these interactions these beautiful interactions as Lady Emmeline was speaking to each of her house members and when she went when she had to go um Damien kind of collapsed on the ground like all the grief was just too much and he was there and he was comforted but Arnel went over to him then and actually spent the rest of the time there with him as they spoke 
and as she um put her arm around him and just reminded him that she will always be there to help him through the grief and as another member of the house passed him on to to Arnell and just said please watch watch after him and then at that point we went over and that actually took up quite a bit of time there as we then went over to um to gather in the crowds as everything was starting to starting to finish yeah so i i was as i was walking around like, like they had the entire field like the entire field obviously most of like most of the people were milling around that's where most of the lights were but there were lights like all the way up that field you know and it was like it was dark obviously and um yeah as i'm walking through the darkness um I hear a voice and the voice said, oh, is that a Godric? And I turn around and I see a familiar face. I'm going to save this story until the end because I think it's more appropriate to tell the end. Um, yeah. But after I had that interaction, um, we, I did a bit more milling around. Yeah, and then we went to like the actual shrine, it's, the shrine itself and there's a lot of people milling around the shrine, obviously. Um, and th this, this was a real kind of magical moment, wasn't it? It was so that they had... Yeah, funnily enough, they, they so the, the shrine was a shrine of hope. It was called the Shrine of Hope. And uh, they actually, I'm pretty sure, um, correct me, uh, people, uh, audience, if uh, I get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure they they consecrated it to ambition. And it was a bit, it was a bit of those just like, this is called the Shrine of Hope. Hope is... One, it's a false virtue. I don't know if they actually said those words, but they're like, it's it's the opposite. Hope is the opposite of ambition. You know, hope, hope is yeah. sitting back and waiting for someone to help you. Ambition is getting up and helping yourself uh, type thing. And they tied that into the whole, like, we did, you know, we did this, you know, like no one came and helped. No one came to save the empire to take the barons. No one, no one... Uh, no one gave the barons to Dawn on a silver platter and went, oh no, you're having a hard time, Dawn. Here you go, here's the barons. You know, we we, we did this, we took it back, you know, and all of our characters, you know, in, in, in universe, like all of our characters, we've never grown up with the barons. We've, the barons has always been that thing that's been out of reach, but most of us have ties to people that have fought and died in the barons, testing themselves and trying to reclaim it. Um, people have lost their homes, lost their lives, lost their houses. Houses have had to move out of the barons, they're now moved back. Um, and it was, yeah, it was just, it was just a beautiful, it was just a beautiful moment. Uh, yeah. Done by, like, especially led by some freaking fantastic role play as well. Like, just, just, just excellent stuff. Yeah. No, it was absolutely like such an amazing thing to be part of. And especially like, the game as a whole, like you said, it has happened at least once before. But for us to go through as a full nation like that, to get those opportunities for those characters that had died fighting in the barns as well, it really just got, you know, it was a beautiful way to end it. Um, fighting, well, we're still fighting in the barns, but it was a beautiful way to end that that sort of arc for us, I feel. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was... Yeah, we feel like we feel like we had accomplished something, you know, and yeah. it was it was it's a story that we as players can tell as well in in like in the future. You know, it's one of those ones where you hear like from other players, like especially being a new player last year it was like, you know, people would be like, oh, yeah, they did this one conjunction once and we did this. And you're like, whoa, what? Like, that's one of those that you're like, oh, yeah, we literally the entirety of Dawn went out. Yeah. 
and we went to a shrine and you know we saw these ghosts and things like that it was just it, that was it was just a one-off something it was so special yeah it's gonna it be amazing so to tell people in the future and everything yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> but yeah that was um that was us there and then we yeah we I, headed back I headed back had a couple of drinks and uh went to bed well i, I got through that pretty pretty unscathed um <laughs> pretty unscathed that was that was that was that was pretty good that was pretty good but a, well lot done. Of, a lot of this stuff i'm gonna have to revisit uh when we do our finale um yeah anyway but i think it's probably a good time to lead it for this episode uh so you are you good to wrap up yeah yeah let's guess yeah fantastic uh if you uh thank you very much for stopping by if you enjoyed this uh episode make sure that you thumbs up uh, make sure that you subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted. If you are listening on an audio platform, give us a five-star review. Uh, click that follow so you know when we are posting new stuff. Uh, until the next time we release another episode, though, you can go check out some of our other episodes that we've done on Empire Lab. We've got lots of guest episodes uh, and whatnot. Uh, until the next time, though, we love you very much and uh, stay safe. Bye, everyone. Bye.